You're listening to a bonus episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. Enjoy. Something has survived. Will you? You from Kenner. Jurassic Park 3 Spinal vs. T-Rex game. The fiercest fight ever. Batteries not included. Imagine this adventure. The dinosaurs are on a rampage and only the JP team is tough enough to stop them. It's Jurassic Park the game. All the excitement of the movie, but this time they're after you. But your matchbox Mercedes traps one. It's happening, but only at Jurassic Park. Batteries not included for Indominus Rex. You can tell it's Mattel. It's swell. What's going on, everybody? Brad here from the Jurassic Park podcast with a bonus episode for you guys. This one is going to be all about New York Toy Fair and everything that we saw. So we were lucky enough to be involved in a a nice little meetup with collectors out at Mattel's booth. So we also did some other things while we were out there, like check out the Lego booth, checked out the showroom floor and everything. But yeah, our prime focus that day was checking out the Mattel toys. And um, yeah, it was pretty awesome. So my trip out there, I am uh, out here in New Jersey. I took the train in to New York City at the Jacob Javits Center is where New York Toy Fair is held every year. It's a very, very huge, huge uh, exhibition center for stuff like this, like car shows, uh, Comic-Con, stuff like that. And uh, it is just a a toy collectors, a toy salesperson. uh, It's just a dream for all these people just to see everything in person, all new stuff, or mostly new stuff, um, and just see how much is out there. It's really, really incredible. The entire several floors of this building just stuffed with toys everywhere. Um, so I, I was able to get in as press for this event, uh, stood in a very long line, which their computers were down apparently, and I don't know how they were checking people in, maybe manually or something, but it was taking for ever i was afraid we were gonna miss um our first appointment over at the lego booth so myself um uh, chris uh, pew over at uh, jurassic outpost and tim over at collect jurassic we were all together like on tim's billing there to go and check out um everything that uh, lego has to offer for jurassic right right you know Lego and Jurassic, it's a good combination. There's a TV show out right now. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, it might have just wrapped up. I don't, I don't know. I haven't followed that in a little bit. Um, I still got to catch up on that one. But it does feel like it's a, it's a prominent present in, presence in the Jurassic uh, fandom. But, you know, we step up to the booth. It's a very walled-in booth where you can't see in any, anything. You can't check it out. Um unless you have an appointment to get inside. So we go to to head in and they're like, what are you here to check out? And uh, we say, you know, Jurassic. And they're like, yeah, I assumed so. Based off your lanyards, all say Jurassic on them. Um, And they're like, well, we don't actually have anything Jurassic here this year. So we're all like a little dumbfounded, to say the least, uh, surprised that there's no Jurassic on display. Um, But that did not stop us. We actually did go inside anyway to check everything out. 
Um, and I got to say, you know, Lego, uh, it's a great company and there's a lot of great products out there. Their booth was a little overcrowded, a little too packed, but we did get a glimpse at, uh, you know, all the latest stuff out there. Um, a lot of Disney stuff. We did see, uh, offhandedly, we did see the Razor Crest from the Mandalorian and the Baby Yoda. So there's, there's a lot of really cool, uh, new stuff. And even, uh, this one was kind of like on embargo until like the next day, I believe. But it was a uh, a Spider Man um, Lego set that had like a Venom. Uh, oh, it's called the Venomosaurus ambush, and uh, yeah, that's uh, it's really really cool looking. It's a giant Venom inspired T Rex looking thing. It actually looks exactly like the the Mech uh, Rex from the Jurassic World uh, TV show and Lego sets, but it's kind of like repurposed for. Uh, uh, Spider-Man and, and uh, Venom. So it looks really, really awesome. But uh, that was something that was cool to see firsthand because it was on embargo. Um, there was a, a boat that I found that had the, like the Explorer colors. I'm like, I'm trying to do everything I can in this Lego booth to find something that is Jurassic related, despite no Jurassic things being there. But we did get to see, like I said, a lot of cool stuff, Disney stuff, uh, their little storybooks, uh, Hidden Side is actually a really cool line of Lego um, that I would love to see brought to other franchises and, and uh, IPs and stuff like that. Hidden Side is like this, um, I guess, app-inspired thing where you can kind of use it like a VR kind of thing to see your toys come alive in a new way. And it's got this really creepy, like ghostly style to the artwork. Very, very cool stuff. I would love to see something like that involved in Jurassic in the future where you can kind of create your own world based off your Lego creations. That would be really cool. Um, but, I, you know, I guess the hit of the booth for Lego was all the Star Wars stuff. And there's so much great Star Wars stuff out there. Um, like I said before, the Razor Crests and, and Mandalorian stuff. Um, that was awesome. Um, they had Dio on display. Uh, what do you say? Uh, this is Poe's uh, X-Wing here. Um, but, yeah, it was you know, standard stuff, standard Lego stuff, really good stuff, but uh, definitely a little disappointing. We tried so many times to be like, if you have anything, anything maybe on the other side of the booth, because there was a whole section behind a closed door that we're like, can we see? But no, no. So we did have to go and rush down to the Mattel. Uh, Mattel uh, has like a full a full floor of of toys which is really incredible you know you you just don't really you know understand how massive this company is until you go to New York Toy Fair and you see the big pillars which if you check out our social media, I'm sure you've seen it. There's these two big, massive red columns that have the Mattel logo on them. Uh, it's really incredible looking. You go up the escalators to this entire giant room that um, has all of the Mattel IPs and merchandise. And, uh, you know, we got checked in and we, of course, dashed straight over to the Mattel stuff, uh, or to the, of course, to the Mattel stuff, to the Jurassic stuff, to see what was going on there, and man, it was it was really great. It was pretty much the same kind of location as last year's. Where now last year it was a uh, I went I, I like attended a, a luncheon kind of thing where they had or breakfast I guess where they had like merch to give away for people like tote bags and stuff, and they had you know bagels and and drinks and everything, but um. I couldn't make it this year, but I, I decided to go to this collector's one instead. 
And it was pretty much the same thing as you'd see there. Um, a nice booth with, you know, the grassy looking table, rock work and stuff, and the giant. Um, this year it had the, the huge um, primal attack uh, visual style to the uh, backdrop. It was really, really awesome looking. So when you first get in there, you, uh, or my eyes at least, were drawn to the two Indominus Rex that they have uh, on display. Actually, no, there was, I think there was three total, but the, the third one was just the, uh, the one that we already have that's out there right now. But the other one was a, a small Primal Pal style. So you guys remember Primal Pal was, was uh, the uh, Primal Pal Blue was debuted last year at New York Toy Fair. And uh, this year they have the Feeding Frenzy. Uh, Indominus Rex, and uh, I don't know, I guess they just like the alliteration of it all, so Feeding Frenzy Indominus Rex, and this one comes with like a little, uh, I don't know, like a, a rack of ribs or something for Indominus Rex to feed on, and it's about the same size, but I will say that, you know, upon picking this thing up and attempting to use the Feeding Frenzy, I was a little confused. Um, the, the primal pal, which is like I said, about the same size, it's very intuitive and, and you, you, you put your hands on it and you know, you're supposed to shake it around and bob the head and you can hear the sound effects and everything. This one was not as apparent. So when I went to go use it, I had no clue what I was supposed to be doing. Um, and I didn't realize until later on that there was like a button on there that you had to hit for the sound and everything. So I was a little confused by this thing. Uh, it's a very, very cute looking, looking toy. And, uh, you know, I'm sure I'll probably end up getting it, but, um, it's just, I was a little confused by what it actually was meant to be doing. Um, but it's so awesome just in general. And right behind that was the, uh, oh man, the super colossal, uh, Indominus Rex. And I don't know if you guys are into the super colossal line, but I do really love the T-Rex and, uh, the, uh, blue looks incredible. I, I do not have blue, but blue looks so, so good. And I did get to see blue last year at this event, but this year they have the Indominus Rex on display. And that thing is so, so detailed, so good. At that scale, it's just incredible what they can do and uh, what they can produce. And I love that the posture is a little bit tilted on the thing. It's not just as, like the Rex and uh, the and blue are just very straightforward poses and everything. This, this has so much more... Um, detail and uh posability it seems like to it not maybe not posability but uh just a cool style i don't know what to say but it looks really really cool um and it's it's you know the same thing where you can put the toys inside and everything it's just incredible i love the uh the other indominus rex that you can kind of put the figures into the mouth but not all the way down um and that thing is really well posed and and controllable but this thing is it's more of a static figure for sure like the other two uh super colossals in the line but um it's just incredible uh so so definitely check that one out if you can but uh so what else do we have here i'm looking at my pictures that i took here um Oh, so this was a pretty good one. Why don't I talk about this for a second? Um, this is, they had another T-Rex on display. Now this one, let me adjust the mic here. Hold on. This one is the uh, the epic roaring T-Rex. And man, was this thing pretty cool. Um, I did get, you know, I did see it early um, 
but I wondered what is the what is the deal with this toy because I noticed there was a lot of shaking going on with this T-Rex. It it kind of I'm trying to see what kind of size was it. I feel like it was in line with the um uh the bite and fight T-Rex like that kind of size. Um but uh I noticed that there was a lot of shake going on and I thought it was the person utilizing the toy itself. But no, when you actually use the toy, the T-Rex roars, opens the mouth, and then it starts to just, you know, shake the neck back and forth. And it's it's interesting. I I I think that it really replicates the uh, motion that you would kind of see in the movie, which is pretty different than, you know, any of the other toys' uh, abilities that we have so far. You know, the bite and fight one just kind of whips its head sideways, and you know, some of the other ones uh, open their mouths or whatever. But this one, this one opens, uh, shakes, and roars. It's really, really cool. Um, I don't know, like, if I if I love the the maneuver all that much, but I, you know, it does look good in certain aspects and certain certain poses and everything. And it it actually, we made a joke. Uh, Tim that was there made a joke that like. It uh, it sounded like a uh, a sprinkler like that you put on your lawn. It was like going back and forth, but it was pretty funny. I I like that toy. It looks really really good and really detailed. Really replicates um that like Jurassic World Rex, and I think that's something that uh you know they've I think they've done a pretty good job overall of of you know indicating that that's the Rex uh from Jurassic World, um. Uh, with the scars and everything and all the details, I think it looks great. It's a good looking like brownish Rex with these with these cartoony feeling eyes. Now, I you know, you can compare them to a lot of the other eyes and stuff like that on other toys. And some of them do line up similarly in terms of like cartoony looks on their eyes. But this one just stood out a little bit more to me. It just looked a little bit more cartoony. And, uh, you know, I guess maybe this is something that's going to be involved in Camp Cretaceous. I'm assuming uh, that would be pretty cool if that was the case. That was kind of um, our thoughts going in. What are we going to see? Are we going to see Camp Cretaceous stuff? Are we going to see um, stuff, you know, anything further? But, um, you know, you know, we are told that some of this stuff is Camp Cretaceous. So, uh, again, I don't really know exactly what will be fully Camp Cretaceous, but it's safe to assume that, like, that is going to be, I guess. And, um also, the uh, what do you call it? Oh, the the other um, Carnotaurus that they showed off that was nicknamed Toro. So it's a it's a different Carnotaurus than the Command and Conquer one, and this one has like a a darker, more just it's really cool actually. I love the difference in the color here, uh, a much darker tone to it, but similarly painted to the other one, just darker. And it also has like this red slash on the the nose of the thing. So that's pretty cool. It's a, it's a little bit of a battle-damaged dinosaur. It makes me wonder what's going to happen in Camp Cretaceous. Um, I love that they are kind of centering on this this Carnotaurus here and just making it known that, hey, guys, we're going to be focusing on the Carnotaurus a lot. And it makes me really excited for the future of the franchise to see how this dinosaur is is utilized in the future. Um, but what else do we have here? We have a Parasaurolophus that looks pretty great. Um, a few differences, I think, on this figure alone. It's like it's got a thinner neck, which actually makes a big difference on this one, I think. Um, and also the paint job itself 
it's a bit more of a natural yellow, I think, or tan than the other one was. Um, again, the, the nails are not painted on this one. Whether that's how it looks in person in the actual box, I cannot say. But this this one that was on display here had did, did not have painted nails. But um, that's a thing that like sometimes gets to me, sometimes doesn't. But overall, I think the paint job on this one was so much better than the previous one. The old one was a little bit more, not old, but the last version they made was a bit too yellow for me, but I'm loving the highlights of the like kind of like deeper, deeper reds and the browns that they have on this one. And that neck, the new sculpt on that neck really does make a big difference. So that's, that's really cool. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, so another one that's kind of retooled or repainted is the Styracosaurus, um, and it looks really good. Um, I I love the Styracosaurus previous uh, from the previous lines, but um, this is another one that uh, it looks similarly uh, painted, but it is actually a bit lighter than the original one, and it uh, I think it does have like almost the same kind of paint job, except for the frill has this nice. Um, patch of orange that kind of goes down the frill and it makes a big difference i've really really liked that a lot um but yeah i i don't know i love that dinosaur and i hope it gets included in things in the future i don't know if that's something that will be included in other you know uh, other other properties or not but um i don't think that that's going to be one that moves forward uh for camp cretaceous but don't quote me on that i don't know um what else do we, oh let's focus on some some more uh, repaint kind of things. We had an, another Stiggy here. This one is, it looks like another good one. I don't know. It doesn't really look all that much different from the others. It's a bit darker and it might have had a different um, ability to it. I don't really know. I honestly, I'll say I kind of avoided that one more so than the others because I'm like, you know, I know what Stiggy's about. It's fine. Um, Another one that was kind of a, a repaint was the Mesaurus. Now, the Mesaurus previously was that, like, bluish one. And this time around, it's got a, a very different paint job. It's it's a unique-looking dinosaur, and I don't know, like... I don't know what I think about this dinosaur in general. I think I like it, but I think I, I don't know. So it's it's kind of weird. But this one um has a... Uh, a different paint job. It's a browner or tan with some darker paint jobs. I think it's it's a bit um, it, it's a bit uh, not as blended as nicely as some of the other ones. So that kind of uh, always gets to me a little bit. But I, this is certainly one that I will pick up because I do like uh, you know having multiples of of small dinosaurs like this. And I always love more small small dinosaurs like the Styracosaurus and the Mosaurus. So that's pretty cool. Um, we also did have a Dilophosaurus that was, you know, it's kind of like a repaint, but it actually is like a re-sculpt. It looks really great. Um, I think it looks pretty good. It's It's got some, it's like almost trying to replicate the one from Jurassic Park, but with a little bit more vivid colors and differences on the, on the body and everything. And it, it had a, a feature on the, a function on the tail where the neck would actually flip out. So you're still, uh, with this Dilophosaurus, still have... Uh, a, a frill on hinges, but it's pretty cool how it works out. Um, but uh, yeah, that was another one I kind of played around for a few minutes and just kind of passed off there. What else do we got? Let's talk about the raptors. We have so many raptors here. Uh, or no, not so many. There was like two. Um, 
So, all right. So we let's say we have so many Raptors already. So how many more paint jobs can we have? Um, but I got to say, I love collecting the Raptors. I love having all of the different variations. I like, uh, and I love these two that were on display. The first one here is a, um, it's it's pretty good. It's a dark, it's a darker green with even darker greens on top of it in uh, the like the pattern around its back and its face, and then a white uh, whiter bit underneath the neck and the the uh, jawline, and it kind of goes under the body. That was a pretty good one. I really actually liked that one a lot. Um, and then there was another one that was kind of purpley. Um, let me see if I can pull up that picture. Oh no, there was actually three raptors, I believe. Um, all right, so this one. Yeah, it's kind of like a bluish purple looking dinosaur or raptor with um, a, like a maroon going down the striping and everything like that. It's a pretty cool look. I like this one. Uh, maybe not the my favorite of this this grouping, but um, it's still a pretty cool looking dinosaur. Um, and then there was another one, I believe. Let's see. Where's the image for that? Because that was a pretty cool looking one. All right, here it is. So this one is kind of like a grayish brown. And it almost has like this tiger striping down the back. Uh, a bit, you know, it's pretty much the same striping as all the others. And uh, this one is, it looks to be one of the um, jumping raptors. And um, it uh, it's pretty cool though. I like that it has this like grayish brown body with like a maroon going down the back, a different color going down the back, and then on top of that you have the stripes. So pretty cool. And you know I'm always I'm always up for more raptors. I love the raptors, and uh, these three here are pretty pretty cool. Do we have any others that are? Let's see. They did show off a mid me. Um, uh, it's a a red one and uh, the white kind of spikes or bones protruding out of it that's pretty cool i love the minmi i really liked the green one that they came out with previously and the red one i believe is something that you can find out in stores now if i'm uh thinking correctly but uh that's pretty pretty cool um and lastly here as far as maybe i th oh there was also the um uh Calavosaurus, which is at in stores as we speak uh so i didn't really focus too much on that one but uh Calavosaurus there um and uh another one that's kind of kind of interesting it's it's a bit of a repaint but also a, a completely new figure um so this one here is the the Sinoceratops so as you guys know uh there was a bit of a mix up with the Sinoceratops previously right so um and this is kind of involved in the production of the movie and everything. The Sinoceratops, in quotes, came out um, pretty early on in the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom line, right? And it featured that that paint job from the movie, I believe. It, it really replicated that pretty well. And um, it, But the problem was that it was not a Sinoceratops. It was a, a Pachyrhinosaurus. Um, it, in a Sinoceratops packaging. So, yeah, things kind of got a little mixed up. And, you know, I don't know, like I said, I don't know what happened fully, but it was a good-looking figure, and I really, really liked that one. But this time around, we actually get a Sinoceratops, a real, legit Sinoceratops, and it it's very similar in nature to that that coloring. I think it tries to replicate that in, to a degree, but it takes it, it like in a new approach, and I really, really like it. It's uh, got this like 
bluish gray body and uh, accents of like a tan on the face and the back and a bit of yellow on the frill. And the frill, man, is is really, really iconic looking. This thing, the, the, the bone on the nose that, that ex, you know, comes out the horn area it's just this horn is huge it's massive and then the 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 uh spikes that come out the the frill itself are pretty big as well and this is a really really good looking toy i really really like this one a lot um so really keep your eyes peeled for this one because this is one to look out for and i hope it's easy to find i know the sinoceratops previously was pretty easy to find um but i'm excited to see this one on shelves and this is one like out of this line and and these items that were on display that's one that i'm like all right i definitely have to pick that one up um and uh yeah so we'll, we'll see that one hopefully um, sometime soon. I didn't really get any projected timelines. If I do have, have anything in the future, I'll let you know. But um, I know a lot of this stuff is, is scheduled to come out throughout the rest of the year. Um, but yeah, so that's that. I talked about a lot of these already. Um, another one here, which is, um, it's new. It's kind of in the vein of, it's kind of like in the size, I feel like, of the, um, what do you call it? The uh, Protoceratosaurus. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting these all confused. The Protoceratosaurus. Uh, I'm confusing it with the Protoceratops, but the Protoceratosaurus um, with that the cresting on the nose. It's kind of in line with that. And this one is the Alloramus, and it's a very similar looking dinosaur, uh, si- si- size and stature of like the Raptor kind of. Um, and it's got a very muscular looking body. These tiny arms and, and big fingers, but um, it's a a good looking dinosaur good looking sculpt on the head i'm liking these like little spikes that are coming out of the nose and uh, the coloring on it with the browns and the reds it's a good looking one i like this one a lot another one that i would will definitely pick up um uh let's see here oh this one uh this one's really good so let me move up to what do you call this one ah uh, the postosuchus now this is really really cool looking i uh, as soon as I saw this one, and I say this all the time, it's one that I'm like, I absolutely need this one. It's got this, uh, it's kind of, uh, if you guys don't know this one, it's a bit of a crocodile-ish looking thing, but smaller and uh, on all fours, but raised off the ground um, with a more of like a lizardy head. It, it's pretty cool. I really like this thing. Um and it's it's not as far as i know it's not technically a dinosaur but it's pretty uh pretty darn cool nonetheless it's got this bluish color to it with a a darker black or or something like that on top of it with the striping and these like orange eyes with the white underneath the body it looks really really cool and it's another unique toy uh for this toy line it's really something that's completely different than uh you know a lot of the stuff that we have already i love these these unique ones these these things that are small and different than everything else it gives you so much as far as the play pattern is concerned you can play with these small ones the big ones uh it's really awesome i love this thing a lot and this is an absolute must have as soon as this thing is out um another one that's a little bit smaller is uh it's a it's like a baby ankylosaurus and uh this thing is really 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 cute and um apparently named bumpy 
So I, I think this is going to be one that you're going to be seeing in Camp Cretaceous, uh, Bumpy. Uh, I, and I don't know what I think about this just yet um, because, now, like I said, it's very, 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 very cute. A very cool-looking toy. I love this thing. It just looks very different than all the others. It doesn't really fit in uh stylistically and as far as the other ankylosaurus go it doesn't really look like them all that much it looks like it's a, the scale is a bit odd um i you know i i don't know if this is in their minds in mattel's minds in scale with the other ankylosaurus or if its own thing or you know it's just its own thing totally i don't know but it uh it seems out of scale to me um and uh, you know if it's a creation just for camp cretaceous fine but uh i don't know i i think it's very cool i just don't know that it actually fits in with the rest of the assortments so uh it might be kind of its own thing down the road but i don't know as far as i know it's going to be an attack pack uh like all the other attack pack figures but um We'll see. I I'm excited to see this lined up with my toys here at home, um, like my other Ankylosaurus and stuff like that. So I'm really interested to see how it stacks up there. But even with all these other toys, it did feel a little out of place. Uh, they did have, uh, ooh, what was that one called? Oh, yeah, yeah. the, the uh, Sauropelta right next to it. And, and size-wise, it was nearly the same size body uh the head on this thing is massive it's it's kind of to me it almost feels like it has those odd proportions that like a uh a snap squad or something would have but to a lesser degree um but it has these odd proportions and like matched up next to the Sauropelta, which is a similarly sized toy it just looks odd and I, I don't know I don't know that it when I put it next to the other ones it's gonna look like a baby or or whatever it is a juvenile I don't know but like I said nonetheless it does look very cute and it is a cool looking toy so I can't help but love the thing and uh, apparently it's named Bumpy so we'll see how that fits in I just don't know but you know I, I can understand uh, for these you know for Camp Cretaceous to blend with the rest of the franchise it's kind of an interesting juxtaposition to be involved with because how do you blend these things when it's a cartoon animated you know show how do you blend it with what you've already created with the you know cg uh and realistic animatronic uh, approach um you know of course the animated show is like digitally animated but it uh it definitely just has a visual style that's completely different um and yes we've seen the raptor so far uh in the commercial and it looks pretty photorealistic as far as the movies are concerned concerned so it looks pretty in line with that but um this dinosaur here does not and like i said about that t-rex we saw earlier um the 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 body and everything looked you know, just as good as all the other T-Rex that we have so far, but the eyes, something about the eyes gave it a little bit more animation to it. And even the, uh, which I've said about the Control and Conquer, or Command and Conquer, whichever one that's called, uh, I, I get so confused with all of these different uh, assortment names, but uh, the Command and Conquer uh, Carnotaurus does have a bit more of a softer 
paint to it, which kind of gives it more animated feel. So I'm interested to see how the animation and realism of the movies works together. And I think you're seeing it here with Bumpy um, and and how how it might not blend as well. So I'm interested to see them moving forward. So next up... Let's see, what can we talk about here? Is there anything else that... uh, uh, Oh, let's continue actually with that style of dinosaur, not dinosaur, but uh, similar style of size and stuff like that. The Scutosaurus is awesome. It see, I love the addition of these big reptiles, um, you know, being added in, like the dimorph. Oh no, not dimorphodon, dimetrodon, and the postosuchus, and the sarcosuchus, and the the uh, scutosaurus. Like these things really do deserve to be in this line just as much as all these other ones, and I love them. I love the variation. I love. Um, I, I love that they bring a completely different feel and aesthetic than a lot of the dinosaurs do. Um, this massive reptile thing is just, it's, you know, like I said, it's the same size as a lot of these other ones like that bumpy or, uh, the Styracosaurus or the Sauropelta kind of in that, in that, uh, regard, but it's just got a massive body all and on all fours. This big face uh, with all these bones protruding out underneath it, and the face is just super unique. It's an awesome looking thing. I don't know how to describe it, but it looks like this crazy dragon dog. (laughs) It's awesome, though. I love it, and the paint job on this thing is really cool. It's got this very maroon kind of purpley color with this bluish striping and lines on the face, and Oh man, it's just so so good. I really really like that. Um, but that that is absolutely one that needs to be picked up right away. It is so so good. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, oh man, all right. So I think I've covered most of the items that I can tell. Let me just double check. We covered Postosuchus, Scutosaurus. Cyanoceratops. They did have a Triceratops on display. Um, I believe that one's out now. Um, they also did have a Brachiosaurus, the uh, uh, the Indominus Rex that they released, the Styracosaurus. They had a Draco Rex on display and a Pachycephalosaurus, um, the uh, Masaurus, um, the Minmi, the Calavosaurus, um, Parasaurolophus, uh, and I think I said those ones, and the T-Rex, of course, Dilophosaurus, the Raptors, uh, Bumpy, did I say Bumpy? Uh, Sauropelta, uh, what is this one? Uh, Stiggy, (laughs) Stiggy Moloch, the two um, Carnotaurs, and then, of course, the uh, Feeding Frenzy Indominus and the Super Colossal Indominus, and then we had... Two others that I think are well-deserving of a mention here. Now, these two are really cool. Very, very cool-looking dinosaurs. Um, and, you know, when that initial um, silhouette photo that Mattel released came out, this was one that, like, I, uh, you know, you see these silhouettes and you're like, ooh, what could some of these things be? And some of them you can kind of guess. And uh, these two here are just things that I've been waiting for for a long time. So we have the Irritator and the Majungasaurus. Now, 
man, do these things look good. These these two, I feel like, are the standouts for me. Um, so starting with the Majungasaurus, this is so different. It's so different than a lot of the stuff that we've gotten so far. It has these, like, frills underneath that, like, go from the neck and then it continues down the, the tail and underneath the on the backs of the legs and everything. It's really cool. It's got the bumps all the way down the back and uh, these arms that are barely arms they're mostly just hands that come out of the arm position (laughs) and it's pretty hilarious looking but um it's got this really long slender body uh theropod with this long slender body and a long neck and a a big long jawline and everything and it is just so unique looking it's got this green color to it uh down the back and uh the body of it mixed in with this yellow that or mustardy color that kind of blends in just like naturally going all the way up the neck and through the face and the 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 jawline and then this blue that kind of stands out around the neck and the eyes and then these green eyes it's just really really unique looking I love it so much has a bit of uh uh motion to it and stuff it's it's really cool um but I I got to say that was certainly one of my favorites uh from Toy Fair I just love the thing so much. It's really, really unique and something that's very different than uh, what we've gotten so far. And that's what I love about um, what Mattel's doing is they're continually giving us things that are super unique. And uh, and this one actually, I don't know if it was just a prototype or what's going on with this, but it actually it looked like it had um, these speckles all over so I, when I looked at it, I'm like, is this like shining through? But no, I'm not. It's not. It's actually just something that's flecked all over it. It has these like red speckles that are all over it. So that was pretty cool and unique too. But uh, really awesome dinosaur, really unique design and uh, um, sculpt on the thing. So yeah, this is going to be like another day one pickup. That's the Majungasaurus. And um, I think this is probably the last one. This is the Irritator, and this thing is nasty looking. It's got this very Sukumimus-style body to it, but uh, you can definitely tell the differences there, but it's really, really cool. Uh, It's got this brown body. Actually, a bit different, though, than than the... um, the suku uh yeah the sukumimus uh the sukumimus uh had some really cool colors on it as well and even the body it, it was definitely a bit different cuz this one has bumps all over the body where that brown area is so it's all brown on the base of this thing going up into these blues that do remember remind me of the sukumimus uh blues down the back darker ones lighter blues um you get to see the inside of the mouth cuz this thing is open it's really really cool um, you know, kind of got these goofy teeth around it, but, uh, I'm not too fussed about that, but, uh, it's really cool. It's got this frill that kind of goes down the back of the head and, and, uh, the spine and it's really awesome looking. Gotta say, this is one of my favorites. I, I love unique paint jobs that are not, not overly wild, I guess, but I can't even say that because I love the Sukumimus, but this is another one that's kind of really cool to me. So that is the Irritator, another one that was really, really fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there there was, I guess you can say looking at this, there was um, a few 
cool one to see a few surprises and stuff like that um you know getting to see the irritator and the majungasaurus that was awesome um and i guess the sinoceratops was a nice one to see uh but we've seen a lot of these other ones the scutosaurus was pretty cool to see bumpy was kind of another one that was uh you know nice and and um uh, exciting and um outside of that i can't say i was overly shocked or 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 anything like that oh and there was also a pteranodon on display as well but um you know that's yes there was some nice details and nice um you know new things to give playability to these dinosaurs like the t-rex um with the motion in there and uh, uh you know there's a lot of repaints on this table um but i think that's fine that's okay and it, you know with the repaints it gives the the avail uh the availability to do new things that are cool and unique um to maybe upgrade the previous dinosaur in some cases and um you know even retool them in a way like the parasaurolophus so i i really do appreciate that there are repaints here but uh this table was kind of full of them let me see here there's um what seems to be one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26 dinosaurs um, on the table itself in the three and three quarter inch scale of, of uh, the humans and dinosaurs. Um, and then plus the Parasaurol, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Pteranodon. But um, there's a lot of repaints. So uh, yeah, uh, I can't really fault them. And like I said, I will be picking up a lot of the repaints and stuff like that as well. But um, it's, yeah, it's just something that's worth mentioning, I guess. But I can't say that I was overly shocked with a lot of the offerings. I think, you know, like I said, there was some really, really good ones that I'm blown away with and really excited for. But nothing too, too crazy. Um, so, you know. There's still going to be a lot to look forward to, though, I think, with this line. So maybe they're holding things back. Maybe they're savoring things. But as far as the offerings that are on the table, very exciting. Uh, very excited about them and a lot to look forward to. But like I said, no major surprises, um, but uh, definitely some really cool stuff. But yeah, I mean, that was about it from the Mattel booth. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, we did get to walk around a little bit more uh, throughout the rest of the Toy Fair. And, you know, it was kind of hard to find a lot of Jurassic stuff. I got to say, it was it was a little, you know, skimpy on the Jurassic material at the Toy Fair. And that's nobody's fault, really. It's just kind of an in-between year with certainly a lot of new stuff will be ramping up uh, towards Jurassic World 3. But... At this point in time, there is nothing to really reveal. Now, talk to us next year in 2021 in February when Toy Fair is happening, and I'm sure it's going to be a completely different story. Um, I know Chronicle was out there. Uh, Chronicle Collectibles was out there, uh, and uh, Tim over at Collect Jurassic got some pictures of Raptors, um, and uh, they did have, uh, what do you call it, um, Oh, they had Owen and uh, I believe Malcolm and Grant out there. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, so I did not actually get over there to see them per se, but uh, I've have I have seen the pictures of them. Um, what else was out there? Was, was there anything Jurassic? Oh, the Funko stuff. There was like um, those new Funkoverse games. 
that I don't really fully understand just yet. Uh, but there's like there there's these like boxed games that come with some Funko game uh, Funko characters, and they're mini Funkos to a point. They're not like totally totally mini as far as like the keychains are concerned, but they're basically they basically seem like an in between. Um, and they actually have like these. They had them like a, a display out there with. Um, a few of the characters, there was like two boxes, I believe. Let me see. I have the pictures here. So, yeah, there was the two boxes. The one box comes with uh, Ellie, Alan, uh, Ray Arnold, and a Velociraptor. And they also you know, had these like cards on display behind them, kind of like, I don't know if they were like ability cards or something like that. But it's a strategy game, and it looks really awesome. I mean, the artwork on there is fantastic. The figures themselves look really cool. Um, and that's, I mean, it's fun. It looks it looks pretty awesome. Um, and it seems to be selling or going to be selling for $39.99. Um, yeah, but that, that's pretty cool. Uh, Funkoverse. And that there was a second one which included – it was a smaller box. So I don't know what the deal was with a smaller box. But it was twenty four ninety nine and featured Malcolm and the T-Rex. So, yeah, and very, very cool-looking art style on that one. Kind of had uh, the Rex and uh, Malcolm in the rain at the T-Rex breakout with, with uh, the flare in his hand. It's really cool, really awesome artwork on these boxes. Um, but, yeah, that was that. Um, I saw a lot of Star Wars stuff. I took a lot of pictures. Uh, sent, so I, I sent a lot of the stuff that I took for Star Wars over to Ryan at the Forcecast. So if you want to see some of that stuff, go check out the Forcecast on Twitter. Um, I got to take pictures with Peppa Pig and George and uh, saw so much Baby Yoda merch out there. That was awesome. Got to take a picture with a little horse. <laughs> I don't know why it was there, but it was fun. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a great time. Uh, Toy Fair is really cool. Um, but the Jurassic stuff was a little slim. We went over to, um, what do you call it, uh, Iron Studios, who does Jurassic stuff. They did not have anything out there. We saw... Um, um, you know, costumes, some dinosaur costumes, the, the blow up Jurassic costumes, but, uh, yeah, outside of that, it was kind of a lost cause for Toy Fair, not too much. So that's when I decided to just kind of split and head out to Jurassic World live tour for the night. But I think, like I said, the offerings from Mattel are very exciting. No major surprises or anything like that. No reveals of, uh, Camp Cretaceous outside of what we are speculating from a lot of these toys and you know so far what we do know from a lot of these toys um and some other stuff did come out as well i believe the the showcase which uh tim and chris attended i was not able to get out there that day but uh there was some other snap squads out there um uh, a ceratosaurus i believe was out there and like they were they also mentioned uh uh, that a lot of the stuff was Camp Cretaceous, uh, assumingly as well, but uh, still no concrete information. And there, um, you know, they they did include on that table. There was a that that I'm looking at a picture here from JurassicOutpost.com. They did have the Indominus Rex on there, uh, the Super Colossal, I believe, and uh, uh, Stegosaurus was on the table. Parasaurolophus, Baryonyx, a few Raptors, Protoceratops. Bumpies on there, um, uh, Ceratosaurus, the uh, Mosaurus, 
uh, Carnotaurus and a T-Rex. And, you know, assumingly it's stated that, you know, this stuff is potentially Camp Cretaceous related. So that's pretty interesting. But, um, yeah, you know, nothing too surprising. So I, I am excited, though, to see where Mattel goes from here. And, you know, there's certainly a lot more to come and a lot more to get excited about. And we'll certainly bring it all to you as soon as we can. We are very excited. Thank you so much to Mattel for having us out there this week. It was, uh, it was another blast. And I can't wait to see, you know, what comes in the future. Thank you to LEGO for allowing us to come through and look at none of the Jurassic stuff that was there, but uh, appreciate the opportunity nonetheless. So yeah, thank you so much. And thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us at Jurassic Park Pod on Twitter and go to our website, JurassicParkPodcast.com. And uh, keep an eye out on our YouTube. We don't have the video up yet, but we will showcase anything we can from Toy Fair. So keep your eyes peeled. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy, guys. Stop what you're doing and leave now.